I want to get into the word today. And, um, you know, as we started this past, um, I think it was this past week. Um, am I right? I think about a week now, maybe a week and a half. We started into a series called The Church. And, um, you know, as Pastor Moran and I, you know, felt like the vision for this coming year for uh, for this house was to begin to prepare the people around the area of sound doctrine. Because, we, you know, we need to know what we believe and why we believe what we believe. I mean, I know that's a, a lot of why there, but it's important that we we have an understanding of what the word of God says. You know, because, listen, I you know, I'm not naive to think that. You know, the enemy, the, the enemy will work against the church however he can. However, as long as the church remains, the enemy, the enemy can't take ground from the church. Amen? He'll, we, the only ground the enemy gets is what we give him. So as long as the church is here, as long as the church remains, amen? The, the, you know, the, the, as you know. You know, and I didn't get into, I got, I wanted to get into this text last Sunday night, but you know, um, you know, Jesus, he said, Peter, on this rock, I, I will build my church and the gates of Hades will not prevail. So as long as the church remains, it's important you understand this, as long as the church remains, the enemy, the enemy will work against the church, but it will not prevail against the church. Amen. So you please understand, that's an important fact that a lot of believers don't, well, you know, it's looking rough. It, you know, it'll only look rough if, if that's where our eyes are fixed. I have to fix my eyes on truth. The truth is the gates of hell will not prevail as long as we're here. So you, you've got to have that truth. I'm telling you, see, I get, and I'm not mad at anybody, but that, that's a truth that I have that I'm very passionate about. I'm very passionate about the church because Jesus Christ paid a price and died for the church. He paid that price and died for the church. So I, you know, I'm, I don't know. I'm truly. This is the. This is one of the most exciting times on planet Earth, for the body of Christ. Well, Pastor, you know, man, we've had a lot of stuff going on. There's been COVID. There's been viruses. There's been this. There's been that. You know, there's there's the Ukraine war. There's you know, we've got a president in Russia that you know he's got his finger on the button, and you know, and you know, everybody's wanting to come against Israel. <laughs> Guys, it's going to happen. <laughs> I, you, you, duh. You know, I, I feel like that's the thing as a believer, you know, it's, it, these things are going to happen. But the church isn't we're, we're not called to be moved to focus on worldly things. We're called to continually be in a place of doing what we're doing right now. Seeing souls saved, seeing people come to Christ, praying for our brothers and sisters, coming together in agreement, growing the body of Christ, buying buildings, you know, advancing the kingdom of God. God, he, he, you know, Peter, he goes, yeah, I have given you the keys to the kingdom of, 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 of heaven. So we have keys. We possess actual keys here on earth. Amen. God's given us these things to unlock. And I, I'm not even around that text today. But if you have your Bibles, let's go. Let's go because uh, I, I want to stick clearly with the, the message today. Let's go to 1 John chapter 1. And if you would, let's go ahead and stand for the reading of God's word. If you can stand, that's fine. And yeah, praise God. 1 John chapter 1. Because, that, see, I, 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 I want to, you know. Man, we, we've got to love what God loves. <laughs> and he loves the church. Amen. He loves the church. There's so many examples about the church. 
in the word, and we're going we're to dive into a lot of this over the next uh, few weeks because it's important we understand why the church. 1 John chapter 1, verses uh, 1 through 7. It says, That which from the beginning, which, which have heard, which have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and with our hands have handled concerning the word of life. The life was manifested, and we have seen, bear witness, and declare to you the eternal life, which was the Father was manifested to us. That which we have seen and heard, we declare to you, that, that you also may have fellowship with us. And truly our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ. And these things we write to you, that your joy may be full. Everybody say joy. May be full because see he, he wants us to have full he wants us to have fullness of joy this is the message which we have heard from him and declare to you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all if we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness we lie and do not practice the truth but if we walk in the light as he is the light we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus Christ his son cleanses us from all sin father today I thank you I thank you for your word Father, I pray, Lord, even today, give us eyes to see everything that your word has. Father, I pray, Lord, give us ears to hear, Lord, your word, the truth of your word. Father, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Father, I also pray, Lord, give us a heart to receive. Receive everything that you have, the fullness of your word today. In Jesus' mighty name, amen, amen. Praise God. You can be seated. You know, you know, oftentimes, as, you know, I, I, maybe even just turning back a little bit before I was saved, you know, I, I never realized or knew that I, that I needed to be a part of a church or be a part of a body. And, um, I, I, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and go there here because it, it's so relative because I, I, I was probably nine or ten years, and I was going to hold this to the very end, but... Um, and I want to get into this text. I want to. I want to really dissect this text. But, but when I was nine or ten years old, I I, um, I had a, a family that would would pick me up. Um, and I don't know if anybody come to Jesus this way or not. But it was a pastor, and uh, he had uh, he had three sons. And uh, Brian would remember we grew up with his son was a great running back uh, for uh, our football team. Uh, Frank Lambert. His dad was a pastor. And when I was about nine or ten, I remember going to a vacation Bible school that summer. And, um, and you know, it's, it's like, you know, you can look back over time where the word of God has been imparted into your life. And, you, you know, and I don't know if anybody went to vacation Bible school when you're young. Did anybody do that? Everybody's head's going up and down. How important is vacation? First Corinthians. Let's go ahead and stand to our feet this morning. Minister Leah, Paul's doing something in First Corinthians. He's, you know, he's saying, he's saying, look. Look, look, look here. He said, you know, you, you know, we, we have spiritual gifts and it's important that we understand that we flow, that we operate in spiritual gifts. But he's saying something, he said, he's saying something to the body of Christ. He said, wherever there's lack, you know, there's somebody that can feel can can fulfill that purpose or that need in the body of Christ. And see, I believe that's what the Lord's doing now. He sent people here. As you know, as orchestrated by God, I, I I know that He's He will send, He will send more people here. You may say, Pastor, what's my part? I don't know. 
Because, see, you know, be available. Be, be available to help. Always be available to help. That, I don't know, that was always in us. Be available to help. You may say, you know what? I'm not good with kids. Well, then you, you don't have to lead kids, but you can be an assistant. I'm not, you know, I, I'm good with puppets. I'm not good at being in front of people. Then let's put a puppet in your hand. <laughs> There's puppet ministry. We don't have that, but I, I know somebody has puppets. Amen. We can hunt down a few. Guys, be a part of the body of Christ. You have gifts, you have talents, you have you have things that that you can do. It's, you're not doing them. Jesus is the head. You're, you're doing it to please Him. <laughs> you're doing it to, to please Him. If you're doing it to please don't get me wrong, we're going to be happy when somebody steps up and does this, this, or this. Absolutely. We rejoice in that because it's an answer to prayer many times for us. It's an answer to prayer. But you search your heart. Seek your heart and say, you know, Lord, what, what is it that, that, that I can do? What, it, what, is it, what part can I play? Are you, are you right now, are you playing the part that, you, you know, that, you, you know, hey, this is where I'm at. This is where I, you know, this is where I'm at. This is where I'm, I'm, I'm at. But can I challenge you? Miss Beverly knows because, you know, there's always a stretching, right? There's a stretching. There's, there, you know, because you're, you're not going to learn and go, go deeper and greater with God if you're not willing to be stretched. And see, that, this, is the, <laughs> this is the hour of stretching in the body of Christ. The revival is going to look very different across the United States. I, I, I truly believe that. It might be that our worship team and three or four others are set up outside playing music somewhere. You catching us? Catching us people that play music? I'm serious, Jimmy. You, you just outside playing worship music somewhere and people just start showing up. Because you're in the right place at the right time honoring a living God. See, the, 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 the church is an organism. It's a living, breathing thing. I'm going to preach on that tonight and talk about that tonight. Don't miss tonight. Please, this is stuff we... This is stuff that's going to grow us. This is stuff that we're going to we're going to look back and we're going to we're going to say you know remember when we were beginning to lean into this a little bit remember where we you know we started getting into sound doctrine remember where we where we begin to just you know we, we begin to you know lay things at the altar we we begin to repent we begin to say Lord forgive us for what we've made this Father here I am use me use me Lord let me let me play my part Father whatever my part might be. And may, maybe it's a maybe it's a seasonal part, but please play a part. <laughs> please pay a part. You know, in ministry, we we've seen it a lot. You know, God will God will release people. People will go. People will come. Play your part. 
Play your part. Wherever you're at, wherever you're at, play your part. Play your part. Be, be, be in the game. Be in the game. Amen. Now, I always said it because I, I always said, you know, somebody might feel like, you know, I can't do this or I can't do that. But ask the Lord. Ask the Lord, what is it that you would have me do? Because, see, once we begin to do that, there's a unified effort. Amen. And, and please understand, I, it's not that I don't feel that we're not unified. I feel very, very strongly that I sit here and say that, that we're very unified as a body of believers. But if we don't preach on this, we don't teach on this, we don't talk about this, it's very easy for things to, 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 to come against people. It's very easy for people to get isolated, people to feel like, you know, hey, church doesn't matter. When a misunderstanding happens or something, a hurt or a pain or, man, is that real? Yeah, it's real. It's very real. It's not God's fault. (laughs) I've dealt with that question several times over the last, why would God do this? Why would God do that? God didn't do it. There's a thief. There's a devil. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. That person that died, that's from the that's, a, that's of the devil. It's an attack of the devil. Know your enemy. It's important we know our enemy. Amen? God's not our enemy. I want to tell you today, the church is not your enemy. You know what's the Bible say about your enemies? Ouch. Pray for them. Talk to them, love them, forgive them, pray for them. Pastor, I don't want to. Well, pray that God gives you a heart to be able to do that and see that. Amen? Man, we're... It's going to be a great year. Amen?